The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Hello, Charles. Dom, we've got some listener feedback. We do. Uh, I'm sorry, not sorry. It actually refers to an episode that we recorded as a bonus. So what we do is we have the subscription, $5 a month. You get no ads and and you get the occasional bonus episodes, such as the one we put out this week, mm. dealing with the very sad uh, very sad death of, of my dog. Mm. Uh, during which I mentioned that um, some pet owners choose to put the ashes of their dog mm. in a teddy bear. Yes. And I, I said in the bonus episode, if anyone has actually done this, yes. email us because we want to hear the story. And I must say, Charles, there is egg and also possibly a little bit of ash on my face mm. today. Yes, because Edward B uh, emailed us a few hours ago saying, hey, Charles and Dom and whoever else uh, may read this message, I don't have my, a pet's ashes in a teddy bear. Mm. Um, so I don't know why he's emailing. But I do have part of my mother's. She battled breast cancer for 16 years, passing away 10 years ago. She chose to buy and put part of her ashes in this teddy bear, and he's attached a photo of the teddy bear, so that family and friends could say goodbye after she was gone. It still gets cuddled and is part of commemorations and celebrations years later. That is so touching. I mean, who am I? Who am I to, to have been reflexively appalled by the notion of little bits of deceased loved ones in teddy bears. If that floats mm. your boat, yes. I'm not going to judge that. That's absolutely fine. Just, I just think they should be clearly marked, okay? Yes. I think they should be very clearly marked. So that if a child yes. um, hugs a teddy bear that says something like, you know, cuddle me in remembrance or something, mm. uh, you can identify that one because it's going to be an awkward explanation yes. for a young child. It's possibly going to terrify the living crap out of a young mm. child as well. Learning, learning a little bit of great-grandma is, you know, Inside Ted, but that's okay. No, that's I'm right. glad that this this person uh, who contacted us gained solace from yeah. from that and, and wasn't too offended clearly by my uh, by my remarks. And says obviously a little bit different from a pet, but it is a beautiful thing to have to represent a loved one. Okay, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do that when I die. I'm gonna because I've always thought I should be buried, but mm. I found out the other day because uh, you can't do that anymore. You can't do no, that. It's incredibly bad for the environment. Bad for the environment. Incredibly expensive as well. Yeah. And there's not many cemeteries that do it. Like you've got to actually travel well out of Sydney. Yeah, we don't have land for this shit anymore. Yeah. You, I mean, frankly, any any with with all due respect to, mm. to grieving people, yes. any future plot of land used for a cemetery, we just need that for housing. We just need that for your descendants' housing. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's just true, right? Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need to build apartments on it. Let's just get honest about this. Like, <laughs> Waverley Cemetery in Sydney yeah. has the most stunning water views in the world. Like, it's sitting yeah. on this stunning cliff. Oh, yeah. I've so always you've, been, it, you've been eyeing it off for I've, years. Yeah, I've you? always found it very right. emotional to think, well, I've always liked the idea of all these, these well, people so the, who are buried with the wind. It's like Wuthering Heights. It's yeah. stunning. It's beautiful. But you're wanting Kerry Packer to be able to build his next mansion on it. I don't, I'm not saying disturb the cemetery, Charles. Not oh, at all. Because okay, that would right. be that would be desecrating mm. sacred ground. Mm. What I'm saying is with stilts you could build apartments <laughs> on top with incredible water views. The dead are not going to mind. Yes. They, they still get their plot. It just gets a little mm. bit less sun. Well, as long as it's social housing, I, I don't suppose I mind. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Waverley. Yeah, yeah, definitely be social housing, Charles. <laughs> Poor people will definitely get those houses. So, but I'm thinking what I will do is when I get, get cremated, I'm going to, but instead of a teddy bear, mm. what I'm thinking is, you know, get it put into uh, a something a little bit more me, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, Teddy. I'm not Teddy. I'm not a You're cuddly not a teddy fella. Bear. Yeah, I'm. 
My niece and nephew found this um, stuffed toy kind of poo emoji. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's totally fitting. Cut all this and remember Charles. <laughs> um, lots to talk about today. I've got uh, this extraordinary recycling scheme from Queensland that went fairly, should we say fairly awry? Oh, okay. Um, we'll get into that in some other news after this. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And thank you for indulging our plug about the the, uh, the bonus episodes that people who pay us five bucks a month get on Acast Plus and via Apple. Mm. So, I mean, the Australian does like to rip into Labor states. Um, of course they do. Mm. But sometimes it's kind of justified. So good on you, the Australian, for reporting this. Queensland has had a scheme for a while. It's kind of a lovely scheme for kids mm. where you know that you know kids create a lot of waste with things like poppers, right? All the, You could just pour yourself like a, a glass of juice from a, a lot, much larger bottle, mm. but instead poppers and so on. I don't know yeah. what without kids. The state of Queensland had a thing called Containers for Change, which teach, which was keen to teach kids to recycle things like poppers. Isn't that a lovely idea? Yes, it's lovely. And what they were going to do was um, give you money if you recycled your popper, mm. um, it looks like. And so what they did was they wanted school children to return 100 million poppers mm. to recoup $10 million in cash. So I guess I guess that's 10, 10 cents a popper. A popper. That's good. It's not bad, yeah, right? That's, all right? that's a little bit of pocket money for the kids. Mm. There's just one slight problem mm. with the scheme, yeah. uh, which, in, which included such characters as Harry Popper, Dolly Carton, mm. Bruce Juice and, and Annie Smith, which is not a pun. I don't know how Annie Smith fits in there. But anyway... Mm. Um, what do you think the problem was with the Queensland government's uh, popper recycling scheme, which ended up with them paying $12.69 million to, uh, to, to residents who recycled poppers? Was it something to do with the involvement of bikey gangs? <laughs> <laughs> was it cartels? But used the poppers to then transform yeah. meth across borders. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not quite. Uh, well, I can't imagine. Why, why would there be a problem? Was it that... School bullies would go around and, and get grab poppers, grab off poppers off kids. Give me your poppers, or I'll punch yeah. you in the head. Uh, that probably happened in Queensland. Yeah, um, but no, that was actually probably encouraged. That was, it was <laughs> yeah, that's how they found the front yeah. the front row of the Maroons, state of origin. <laughs> uh, well, logistics, Charles. Simple logistics. I mean, you have a dream mm. that you're going to get kids recycling and you pay them money. Yeah, the problem is you got to recycle the things you collect. Oh no! Uh, and so this started in 2018. Problem is. Queensland has, has not ever had capacity to recycle poppers. I mean, that's it's cardboard with plastic on it. It's a little bit complicated, certainly yes. for Queenslanders. Um, so what they did was they forced uh, the government was forced to sell the waste to a private Brisbane company called the Genuine Recycling Group. So, and <laughs> it's got the word genuine, genuine. in the name of the company. Charles, <laughs> it sounds yeah, that does sound a little dodgy. If you've got to put the word genuine in as a trademark. So I'm guessing that they had no capacity to actually. So wait a minute, they sold. So the genuine bought the poppers, did they? No, or they, they bought. Paid, they bought them. Yep, they bought the the 
public containers. They bought the public containers. From and the they, government. What they did was they shipped them all off to India. Oh, no. So the poppers from the developed world yes. just got shipped on massive barges, mm. presumably, yes. off to India to be re- to be recycled. And uh, supposedly um, turned into uh, pulp that was used yeah. for con- construction. I thought that that was illegal. I thought that... The government had cracked down on that's another problem. Oh, okay. uh, right. But it hasn't happened yet. It's it's mm. going to happen um, from next year. There's a federal law to prevent us shipping our waste offshore. Right. Okay. So it was all above board. It was just uh, we exported uh, all the poppers to the third world. There was no evidence. Yeah. So there, there was an audit, and there was everyone no... benefits except for Indians. Well, it's not. It's not actually clear whether it's being. Um, recycled over there, or like there's no positive proof that it's being recycled, right? It's being dumped in a giant landfill. Yes, but well, but it might be being recycled. My understanding know. is uh, a lot of that waste actually gets dumped in the ocean, so maybe actually it'll end up back in Queensland, <laughs> and, and that is genuine recycling. And then they can, yeah, then they can pay the ten cents all over again. Yeah, can't they? Right. There you go. So uh, yeah, I mean, it, it sounded like a nice idea, didn't it? Having all the kids bring back their poppers, mm. sending it off to just dump it on India to deal with. Mm. Not such a great. Uh, I, President Prime Minister Modi didn't mention. Uh, didn't yeah. say thank you for the poppers during his big rally in in, uh, in Sydney this week. You know, though, Charles, this is the, the last line of the Australian story about the recycling. Mm. They could have just sent it to Victoria, where they actually can recycle, recycle liquid paperboard. And um, 620 tonnes of it was recycled last year. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, India is much closer to Queensland than yeah, Victoria, of yeah. course. We've been talking about The Voice a bit this week, Charles. Here's, um, here's another story for you. Uh, Scott Morrison is against The Voice, having previously sort of discussed it and, and waived the idea of it. Oh, that's good news for The Voice. Mm, yeah, that no, means... I think Scott Morrison coming out uh, is, is a massive boost to the yes case, really. Can, can I tell you a very depressing fact about Scott Morrison? He's still in Parliament getting a public service salary? No, that's, that's actually good news for us because I was looking at our Instagram stats this morning and the really depressing thing is that consistently all our top jokes uh, in Chaser Headlines on our Instagram feed mm. this year have been Scott Morrison jokes. Oh, wow. Yes. So okay. every, so even though he hasn't been Prime Minister for over a year. And even but, though it's getting a little bit hackneyed yeah. to make jokes about oh, it, his job. It was hackneyed about four years ago to make mm. jokes about it. But things like uh, we, during the coronation it was like awkward Scott Morrison accidentally appoints himself <laughs> king. I, th- I saw you that know, and I yeah. thought, wow, they're still beating that drum. Yeah, okay. yeah, I know, exactly. Like, uh, no, I'm not I'm not proud of this. But they're, they're all, they're like the top Rating ones. The, and the, um, Scott Morrison rejected from PWC job despite having references from five previous ministers. I, I think we may have made that joke on the podcast. Yes. Even though um, – Well, that's probably – I mean, the thing, the thing about it is it, it is still very funny. Yeah. That scandal is still one of the best <laughs> scandals of my life in Australian <laughs> politics. Behind that is why would we possibly need to enshrine Indigenous representation in the Constitution, asks former Indigenous Affairs Minister Tony Abbott. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Scott Morrison says, actually, that he's very happy to um, to have recognition of, of First Nations people in the Constitution, just not this one, just, <laughs> just not this one, just not the culmination yeah. of the process that he personally advanced mm. while Prime Minister. Um, so which, I, I don't, which I don't really know what's changed. Which Constitution should it be in trying? Oh, he's got five other Constitutions that he's put together. <laughs> okay. oh. Fair enough. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Well, Charles, I got some news from Wall Street. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Oh, this is good. Uh, this, is, this is very interesting. What, uh, what happened was... Um, you know that blast at the Pentagon where oh, it wiped yes. billions of dollars off Wall Street. Yes, I saw terrible photos of the Pentagon. America's under attack, Dom. It's under attack. I think we should sell, sell, sell immediately. And the important thing in the stock stock market world, Charles, mm. is that it's all about speed, isn't it? I mean, you, yes. you just you see something, you've got to be the first to dump your stock because otherwise you'll be too late and already will have lost its value. Yes, that's right. So if you see a picture of, for instance, the Pentagon burning, Yes. You shouldn't under any circumstances check whether it's just an AI-generated hoax. Well, hang on. So that was an AI-generated hoax? Well, now we know that. But really? that already sold all my stocks off. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that at all. I've been shorting the market all morning. When did this happen? How did we find out? Why didn't anyone tell me? I loved it in the Sydney Morning Herald um, kind of report on this. That someone's done a cross, a red cross through the picture just to make sure it's not clear. Someone through the, with the Twitter with the Twitter account at Bloomberg feed, which is not a real Bloomberg account, large explosion near the Pentagon complex in Washington, D.C., initial report. Wow. And there's a picture of just a giant cloud next to the Pentagon. Do you think we should start using AI to do chaser pranks? Yeah, probably. Like, I mean, it's very easy. What's the um, What's the engine called that, that fakes photos and did the ones of Donald Trump being arrested? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, the Mid Journey. I've Mid got Journey. A, I've got a subscription to Mid Journey. We I mean, could, we used to Photoshop pictures like that for the yeah. chaser. We used to just painstakingly assemble. Mm. I wish you'd cancel our Photoshop, Photoshop subscription because it, it can create more realistic images than our crappy Photoshopping but, skills. These but days. what are some good? What are some good pranks to pull? Um, maybe we could do a. Um, oh no! What about a photo of Anthony Albanese, the Australian Prime Minister, enthusiastically hugging uh, Narendra Modi of India, despite some of the concerns over his human rights record? No, no, that that that's real. That one. That, you sure? Yes, that's that's a real. That's Albo. Yeah. Hug. What okay. we should do is we should do an AI video of Anthony Albanese doing something for poor people for once oh. and not leaving them behind. Why don't you yeah, – that, that would also crash the stock market. Why, why so. don't you use <laughs> mid-journey to, uh, to create a photo of Anthony Albanese opening a massive social housing complex oh, yeah. and no, publish that? No, like, but no one would believe it's it. It's the sort of thing he grew up in, like yes. massively subsidised, yes. people who really need it. Yes. You could call it the um, you know, Albo's Mum Institute yeah. for cheap housing. <laughs> or the Albo's Mum, Mum oh. Mansions. Sad. Oh. The, the, the really sad thing about it is, mm. I'm sure he still believes in the idea somewhere. I don't think he's mm. abandoned his principles. I think he's just mm. been convinced that. I mean, we've done whole episodes on this. Mm. That he can, you know, can afford to wait for a while. Yeah. It's, Charles, it's where you finish up. It's where you finish up. Not 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 now. Yeah, he, he can do it in his last term, whenever that is. And look, I'm going to tell you something interesting. Uh, okay, I don't know it's not really what this podcast's about, but I'm going <laughs> to just. Uh, a little bit of insight. Lay it on me. That I worked out the other day, which is that you know how everyone thinks, oh, Albo runs a bit of a, a cabinet of equals, mm. like, a bit like Bob Hawke does. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got people who historically he's not necessarily gotten along with, 
you know, it's side by side with him in camp. It's a team, like that's what you're saying. Chris Bowen, mm. who, you know, for a long time was vying for the same position, like wanted to lead the Labor Party. That's easy amusing in hindsight, doesn't it? You know, a lot of, you know, sort of people from different factions within the ALP. And then I realised that actually the Assistant Minister of all those ministers, of all his greatest opponents in Cabinet, all his Assistant Ministers are Albo fucking suckholes. Like literally every single one of them. If you go through it, uh, so Chris Bowen, who's the Trade Minister, underneath him is Tim Ayres, absolutely staunch factional ally of, uh, of Anthony Albanese. Underneath Jim Chalmers, the Treasurer, potential opponent for the leadership, is Katie Gallagher, absolutely staunch Albo ally. In fact, the only reason that Katie Gallagher is in the Senate is because Albo constructed a pre-selection where she got installed in the thing. Underneath Tanya Plibersek, who Albo and Tanya hate each other, is Jenny McAllister, who literally was first cab off the rank in supporting Albo uh, when he first put up his hands to be leader. And it go, the list goes on and on and on. Like basically every single, you know, supposed senior cabinet minister has an Albo plant as the assistant minister. He basically controls the whole thing. It's not this sort of Bob Hawke style, you know, let's all just share ideas and and go off on our own and, and be the ministers we want to be. It's just a fucking – Albanese has his own little cabinet that he runs runs the whole of Australia. Would you call it a kitchen cabinet, Charles? Was that a part of the kitchen cabinet? He was, wasn't I, I'm he? not sure he'd be very good at cooking. I, I don't think that's one of his strengths. Um, but uh, but wasn't your sister Charles an ally of Albo's? Well, she used to work for him. Yes. Why? Why isn't she in the federal cabinet? What's she doing? I know she what? could be running Australia. Well, she's too, she probably could be, she could be part, part of the cabal. She's too honorary now. She's too high up for, oh, yeah, we, for mere politics. We've recorded several episodes about the evidence <laughs> of Charles's sister and and him in comparison. But don't you well, that's think, interesting. Isn't that terrible? Well, or if, is it or it's if just you not think, surprising? Well, isn't that what you'd do? Oh, yeah, that is what I'd do. Yeah, so. Yeah. In fact, actually, do you want to be my deputy, Dom? I, I, I can be your assistant minister. You sure. can be my assistant minister. Yeah, yeah. Assistant minister for Charles Affairs. <laughs> Charles Affairs. <laughs> Charles, I want nothing to do with your affairs. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, is it the weekend yet? Can we go? Can we go home? I think we can. I think I think it's we, we've successfully reached the end of the week. It has been a bit of a grind. I, we've just both been very tired for some reason. Um, I can't. I can't um, sleep. It's just anymore. it's winter. It's because you're worried about the future because it's so it looks so bleak. Yeah. But also winter's coming on and we're all going to get COVID again and it's going to be awful. Yeah. Oh, but you know what the worst disease in the world is according to, to Channel Seven News last night. Chronic back pain. Chronic back pain. That's the most popular disease in the world or, or like condition in the world. 800 million people in the world suffer from chronic back pain, which is more than COVID. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. It just goes to show things could always be worse. Yes. Mm. Imagine having COVID and chronic back pain. <laughs> we won't have to on odds on, I'd say. <laughs> Our gears from Road, we're part of the Iconoclast Network. What are you doing this weekend? I just, I think... Curling up in a ball and feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. That's the plan. Oh, plus I've got to take my daughter to music class, which is much yeah. the same thing. And fucking kids' sport all weekend. Is it? Yeah, well, my entire Saturdays are now kids' sport. 
I have girls who are too young for such things. So oh. my clearly my goal is to get them not interested in sport. Yes, exactly, definitely. Just okay. make them, I don't know, bookish nerds. Charles, can't, I mean, look, odds on, frankly. <laughs> Charles, can't you just gamble on the outcome or something to make it more interesting? Like can't you become the first bookie yes. in, in parent, yes. in sort of kids' sport? Yeah, kids' bet. Kids' bet. <laughs> kids. There's a business idea. <laughs> now this is the sort of thing that cheers Charles up, the idea of a ridiculous new business. Yes, we're going to do that. Um, I'll be betting against my kids this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.